0: Welcome to Gator Tracks, the new daily podcast on the Orange and Blue Sports Network, where we give you everything you need to know about the latest in Florida Gator sports in less than 10 minutes. Today is Wednesday, February 28th, and I'm Michael Tubbs. It's time for Gator Roundup. Yesterday, men's golf competed in the final day of the Southern Highlands Collegiate in Las Vegas. Florida placed fourth among a total of 15 schools and scored four over par. Oklahoma won the tournament, scoring eight under, followed by Auburn in second with five under, and Texas came in third with two over. Individually, Florida's Ann Gilligan beat 82 other golfers for first place, hitting eight under par. The next closest gator was Matthew Cress, who tied for 29th, shooting three over. Men's golf will be back in action at the Schenkel Invitational on March 15th. Florida baseball had a rough night yesterday after losing to the Stetson Hatters 7-4. Luke McNeely was the starting pitcher for Florida but didn't make it to the end of the first before getting pulled. He gave up five runs and only had one out. The Gators came back in the third. Both Luke Heyman and Ty Evans hit a home run for two RBI. These were the only runs scored for the Gators, meaning it would be their lowest scoring game by Florida so far this season. Offensively, they just couldn't get it going, and together, Stetson's pitchers had 11 strikeouts and only allowed 8 hits. Defensively, the Gators' fielding was good for the most part with 10 groundouts and 4 flyouts. Star closer Brandon Neely couldn't get the job done for Florida when he gave up two runs in the eighth. The first came with runners on first and second. He gave up a single, allowing Jaden Hilton to extend the Hatters' lead by two. He was then pulled when he walked a batter to load the bases and then walked a man home at the next at bat. After back-to-back flyouts to start the ninth, Florida couldn't get the miracle they were looking for and the Hatters would get the win. The biggest problem with this game is the Gators turn around and play the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats today, followed by a three-game series with Miami this weekend starting on Friday. Five pitchers played last night, including McNeely, who had 40 pitches, Ryan Slater had 44, Grayson Smith, 38, and Neely, 45, and Riley Whitner ended the game for Florida, but he should be good to go as he only had the final pitch of the eighth, and that was it. Look out for the Gators to try to limit the number of pitches thrown in tonight's game. Whether it's a larger rotation to keep guys fresh or a smaller rotation with a heavier workload to limit going too far down the roster. The Wildcats are one and two on the road and three and four overall. They aren't a high scoring offense as they've only had two games where they scored double digits. Defensively in their worst game, they allowed 10 runs. I think it's safe to say that Florida is upset and will look to test their defense after last night's performance. Look out for Sergio Rivera who leads the Wildcats with nine runs and Garrett Chun who leads the team with eight RBI. As far as big hitters, they've hit three home runs as a team, which doesn't compare well to Florida's 11. The Gators will look for their six wins starting tomorrow at 6.30. In today's SEC featured, men's basketball had some close games. Mississippi State had the lead over Kentucky for almost the entire game and held them to 35 points in the first half. The Wildcats would then go on to score 56 in the second and took the lead with four minutes left. The Bulldogs couldn't come back and Kentucky won 91 to 89. Reed Shepard gave the Wildcats 32 points while coming off the bench. Moving on to LSU and Georgia who did almost the same thing. LSU was on top and with five minutes left, Georgia made a late push. However, it wouldn't be enough and LSU won 67 to 66. Lastly, at the bottom of the SEC, Vanderbilt beat Arkansas on the road 85 to 82. Ezra Mignon and Tyron Lawrence combined for 43 to lead their team to a win. And last up, let's see what Gators Sports has going on tonight. Gators Lacrosse will play its regular season home opener against the Jacksonville University Dolphins, who will be on the road for the first time this year. Florida is 1 and 2, which doesn't sound great, but they have played number 8 Loyola University, Maryland, number 6, North Carolina, and most recently beat number 5, Maryland in overtime. Needless to say, but so far, their schedule's been the farthest thing from a cakewalk. They'll get a little break with this game as the Dolphins are one and three. Jacksonville has struggled offensively, only scoring 10 once. Their leading scorer is Mackenzie Boyle. She is tied for the most goals on her team with four and leads the team in assists with three. Maggie Hall is the one to look out for for the Gators. She has eight goals and one assist. This game also includes a sibling rivalry between the Pancini sisters. Maria is a defender for Florida, and her sister Natalie is an attacker for Jacksonville. Keep an eye on what may come of that. A Gators win will put them at an even 500, which is definitely where they want to be before going on the road for their next three games. Men's basketball is back as they take on the Missouri Tigers. Nothing in life is ever 100% guaranteed, but a win tonight for the Gators is very likely. Missouri is on a 14-game losing streak, which started when conference play began. They are dead last in the SEC and 8-19 overall. Their record doesn't show it, but Missouri isn't a team to take lightly. They have the ability to keep games close as Ole Miss only beat them by three, and surprisingly, Tennessee only beat them by five. When the Gators played them earlier this year on the road, Florida won 79-67. With that being said, Tamar Bates had his best game this season in that game, scoring 36 for the Tigers. Look for Coach Golden to try and shut him down in this game. The Tigers aren't a great three-point shooting team, which definitely plays into Florida's advantage, as they have Micah Hand-Logden, Tyree Samuel, and Alex Condon defending the interior. This is a great opportunity for Florida to prove that they can put a team away early. The Gators are coming off of a good win over Vanderbilt, beating them by 13, but they have struggled to win by big margins throughout the year. Back-to-back double-digit home wins would be a good confidence boost as the Gators' last three games of the regular season are South Carolina on the road, Alabama at home, and closing out the season at Vanderbilt. Being able to control a game and close it will be important with the SEC tournament only two weeks away. That's all for this edition of Gator Tracks. Follow the Orange and Blue Sports Network on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at OBSN Gators. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for the next episode.